Okay. All right. We're recording. Oh, we're recording now? Oh, should I not have to record? It's <laughs> <laughs> a horrible way to start an episode. Damn it. We'll, we'll cut all this. Post Bathroom is free falling at this rate. Uh, what? Yes, sorry. I'm monopolizing the hole behind the bushes, uh, besides the large rock that we now call our toilet. Sorry, I was, was onto something there. I think maybe I'll call it Glam Rock. Hmm. I seem to have gotten a little bit on the side of the rock there. Yes, this is so so humiliating. Forced to do our business in a hole in the ground here. Oh, I don't know, Captain. Uh, honestly, I, I, I'm kind of enjoying this sudden return to a natural environment, as it were. Granted, not our natural environment, which has a lot more gas and uh, crystals and trees providing for our every want and need. But but still, a natural environment, nonetheless, uh, so much more stimulating than the sterile confines of our ship. Speak for yourself, Guri. Personally, I much prefer our vacuum toilets and the Countless amenities made possible by our superior technology. Waking up to a frothy cappuccino infusion, learning the latest news and gossip with one or two illuminating pulses from the read-it ray to the frontal lobe, having a sentient ship's computer at our beck and call. It's amazing. Well, we do still have shipward. Yes, Guri, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. I'm not sure how I feel about Shipward now that I know he wasn't actually a programmed AI personality, but rather more of a glorified computer mechanic captured from the planet of Toshiba and, and imprisoned in our server room. What's the problem? Uh, he served us, uh, I mean, he served us uh, well, did he not? You seem to forget how many times I had to repeat simple commands, how often he withheld key information at critical moments. How he didn't even try to mask his insubordination. It was one thing when I thought it was just snarky, over-sugared, over-caffeinated AI programmers to blame. But now that I know this was Shipwood's own doing, well, that's another thing altogether. Something I'm afraid I cannot countenance. Very shifty. <laughs> What are you proposing, Captain? Uh, the, the punishment for mutiny is quite stiff, if I remember correctly. Death by firing squad, yes. Unfortunately, we lost our soup cannon with the ship, and my proton blaster's maximum setting will only decimate his frontal lobe, leaving him quite alive and the rough equivalent of one of his planet's hummus beans. And uh, that's not punishment enough? Sounds pretty bad. Besides, I'm loath to rid ourselves of one of our expendable resources. Who knows what sort of scrapes we will encounter here on Lurf before we devise our way off, off of this forsaken rock. As any good general knows, one cannot have too much cannon fodder. Ah, uh, that's very heartwarming, Captain. And and dare I, I dare not ask where you draw the line at cannon fodder versus... An indispensable indispensable member of your crew, which... Well, but here we are, prattling on and on and on about matters of little consequence when I haven't even welcomed our listeners to another episode of... Oh, oh, how can I even pretend to keep up this, this charade? How can we continue to laugh and point at this little, little backwater of the universe when we have become, at least temporarily, its prisoners? I I don't feel like laughing and pointing, Guri. I fear the only laughter and pointing going on in the universe is directed at us. I'll be on the ship if you need me. 
<laughs> oh, Captain, come now. We're, we are still highly respected explorers. <laughs> and, and no matter our cir- current circumstances, we are still Meporpian. Born of the tree. Harnesser of crystals. Cooker of boats. And say, what do you mean you'll be on the ship? We lost our ship. I'll be up here. In the command post. What? Up in that tree? You're not even very far up. And it, you're about three branches up. Uh, and there must be 12 more before you get to the top of that giant... I thing. couldn't possibly climb the 100 additional parsecs to the top. Plus, I'm afraid of heights. Very afraid. Well, anyway, and I'm not sure why you're even referring to it as a ship. Uh, because clearly... I am the captain. I must be the the captain of, of something. I I can't just walk around on the Lurfian surface like a like a toothless commoner. I'm a captain. Oh, oh is that a dig at Kranos the toothless? Yes. And come to think of it, why is it we never heard from Kranos as our immediate supervisor? Very strange. Perhaps, Captain, because you went right around him when you dictated that message to the Mepopian High Council? I, I, I didn't dictate! But I'm not going to get into that again. Shipwood, you're on a thin, very thin branch with me. I'm warning you. Uh, I think the expression is you're on thin ice, Captain. No, I'm saying he's on a very thin branch with me, and... Uh, ah! Ah! I'll get off my, my tentacle! Ow! Ow! Oh, and Ow. now you're back on the ground with me. But but don't get up, Captain. I, I can <sighs> I can finish welcoming our listeners to what is another episode of Greetings, Lurflings. It really hurts. The podcast of the stars. And this superior being here, groveling on the Lurfian surface, oh. clutching what looks like a broken tentacle, is oh, Captain Yurishi Bilgewater. Oh. Fearfully going where no mere... Me, Porpion, no, has gone before. 411 tentacles left. <laughs> and I, quite nice of you to ask, am the co-pilot and co-adventurer of the mission, Garishi Wolfslayer. Seeker of truth, keeper of the flame. Do you really think it's broken, Gory? Oh, my goodness. What if, what if Gangrene sets in? All, all our antibiotics are on the ship. What are we going to do? It's a great band name, by the way. Gangrene. Uh... If we, if we ever start our band up again, Captain. <laughs> Fear not, Captain. I grabbed a supply of medicine from the medical bay before they took our ship. You you did? That, that was good thinking, Shipwood. Oh, you've earned a stay of execution for now. I'm to be executed? No, no, Shipward. The captain is just a bit confused after his fall, aren't you, Captain? And uh, here, let's let's take a look at that tentacle. It hurts very badly. Is it is it supposed to bend that way? I don't think it ever bent that way. <laughs> well, I'm no Carflugon or a doctor, as they oh. say here on Lurf, but I think our tentacles bend every which way. Uh, that's one of the features of a tentacle. Shipward, is that true? <sighs> That sounds right to me, Captain. Wait, wait, I keep forgetting you're not actually a ship's computer. You're just just some 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 dumb guy from why why am I asking you anything? You deceptive you deceptive charlatan. Not only did you defy my commands back in the ship's computer room, but now you've broken my new command post. That branch afforded me a great view of our surroundings and had a very comfortable nook for thinking commanding thoughts could have been a new branch of government as a Toshibian I do possess a nearly photographic memory and did commit to memory much of the contents of the ship's computer nearly photographic what does that mean it's more of a pornographic memory actually. <laughs> oh great just, just great. That sounds interesting. But most of the ship's computer's memory files were accompanied by racy illustrations and images left behind by the programmers. 
I guess, to keep their own heads in the game, as it were. So, I really am able to recall not only vast trucks of useful information, but also the exact poses of the interplanetary sex symbols. Uh, enough, Shipwood! You've spoken enough for this episode. Ch- check your contract. Oh. More than five lines. <laughs> Is he on a strict word count? I remember those days. Shipward, uh, you should talk to my agent. Uh, but anyway, oh, it sounds like Shipward will prove useful even without the ship's computer. I suppose. And hey, my, my tentacle does seem to bend that way, and I, I can bend it back just as easily, so... Nevertheless, that was a close one, Captain. Perhaps we should avoid climbing these monstrous trees here on Lurf. Well, if that's the case, we must put finding a new ship at the top of our to-do list. And climbing trees at the top of our to-don't list. Yes, yes. A captain without a ship is like it's like a comet without a tail, a, a black hole without a hole, a, a, a pulsar without a pulse. Now... Now, where do you suppose we find a spaceship, Captain? Well, we did run into Farid a few episodes back. As a fellow interstellar traveler, I would think he could point us in the right direction. It's funny. I have no memory of that. But yeah, Farid has a way of only appearing uh, when he needs something from us and and not the other way around. Well, you know the old Mepopian saying... Never trust a space-traveling ferret. Now, wait a minute. Before I was so rudely disembarked from my ship a few moments ago... Ah, disembarked. I get it. Ah, uh, yes. Well, well. before I plummeted to the to this surface, I, I did see what looked like an unnatural mountain in the distance. About 60, 60 carflecks that way. An unnatural mountain? Well, that does sound promising. Perhaps Shipward would be able to identify it for us. No, he's reached his word count, remember? I say we just just, just go check it out. Sixty Carflex is a long way for us to go without knowing for certain that the trip will be worthwhile. And we have no means of transport. Where's a Winnebago when you need one? Yes, we really could use some sort of... some of our winged dray beasts... I suppose we could walk, but that would uh, take us... Nonsense, Gurry! I mean, Popian never walks. Shipwood will carry us. As a, as a Tashiman, he's nearly twice our stature, and his long legs will cut the travel time in, in half by my calculations. Shipwood, let's saddle up. Am I permitted to speak, Captain? No, no, you are not. And just by asking that question, you've exceeded your word count even more. The union will be all over us now. I'll just perch atop your head here in my new command post. Guri, you settle in on the left shoulder over there. Uh, uh, That's my... Careful of my tentacle. This is rather uncomfortable. And Shipward's lurching motion is already making me a little bit sick. See, if Shipward grabbed some... Dramamine from the ship's medical cabinet. Wow, Shipward managed to grab quite a bit here while you were uh, hopelessly pleading our case, Captain. Yes, I do regret arguing with those High Council stooges and not grabbing my rock opera manuscript. My life's work. And now the universe will be deprived of its of its genius. But well, yes, Gori. Wouldn't go that far. Now is it Good time to take inventory. Pretend I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Please list the contents of Shipwood's rucksack in alphabetical order. Surely, Captain. Using which alphabet? Well, I'll be popping an alphabet, of course. Stop calling me Shirley. Aha! You are referencing one of the very best jokes in the Lurfian film history. Yeah. From what was that uh, movie called? Uh, about the uh, primitive flying metal tube. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, let's see what we've got here in the uh, the old rucksack. Uh, I see various medicines, uh, Lunestra, Sinestra, AstralZeneca, Galaxicor, Humorous, Humory, Humora. 
Please skip the medical inventory, Guri. I, I can't stand the names those marketing robots on Pharmacon come up with. Yes, it really is a con, if you ask me, of the pharma variety. Uh, very well, then. Uh, we'll skip ahead to the foodstuffs. Uh, it looks oh, like good. Shipward managed to raid the ship's pantry here, and I see, I see cream puffs. Uh, I see strudel. I see intergalactic flan. Flan? Flan? I don't know. It's my favorite. I can't pronounce it, but it's my favorite. And and uh, I see some what look to be some assorted cookies here. Do you mean t- to tell me he only grabbed desserts? It does look that way. Uh, and the title of our last episode is finally making more sense now. We've been deserted, Captain. <sighs> yes. Yes, I get it now. Long wait for that brilliant punchline. I'm, I'm sure our listeners found the wait totally worthwhile. And then there look to be uh, various tools and odds and ends, more ends than odds, uh, and the odds don't look so good, really. Uh, but all this hunting around in the rucksack is not helping my motion sickness, Captain. I, I feel like I'm going to Fantasia. Well, please do that over the side of Shipwood, if you must, or actually hold on to that Fantasia if you can, Gori. I see a potential obstacle in our path. Uh, what is it, Captain? It's it's a giant furry with large round ears sticking out from its head, a pointy nose, long straight hairs sticking out to each side above its mouth. It's holding a block of what looks like... Moldy cheese? Sounds, uh, it sounds like a mouse, Captain. We're done for. Nonsense, Gory. I refuse Uh, to succumb to the dangers of Lurf today. Not today, I say. Gory, how's that Fantasia coming? Very soon now, Captain. Good, good. On my command, I want you to project our Fantasia directly into the eye of that mouse, which will be passing beneath... Momentarily. Oh, my comets. I think it sees us. It's coming in for a closer look. Now, Gory, fire the Fantasia. (laughs) You did it, Gory. Great shot. Who needs a soup cannon when you've got your projectile vomit? I'll note this in your files, Gory. And it will be a solid basis for a promotion someday, if we ever get back to the Mepopian command structure again. That is, what am I saying? We are on our own, and I'm in complete command here. I hereby promote you, Gori, from Rear Admiral to 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 second mate. Oh. Okay, we seem to be approaching our destination. I. Would have expected that'd be a little bit more exciting for you, but what? <laughs> what's that rancid smell? Did, did you get some fantasia on yourself, Gory? Oh, no, no. I think it's coming from these piles of rotting foodstuffs and general refuse upon which Shipwood is now trotting and disturbing, sending up these acrid smells. I might fantasia oh, my, all over again. Oh, my possars, you are right. Have you ever seen so much waste? Why, this entire mountain is composed of what must be the refuse of the hummus beans. We learned about this particular characteristic of the species in our Lurfian briefs. They have the highest waste-to-intelligence ratio of any known being in the universe. That's how absurd. (laughs) That would be high waste, uh, low intelligence? Waste is in the numerator there? Right, maybe, you know... Now that I think back to our Lurfian briefs, maybe that's what actually the smell is coming from their briefs. Anyway. <laughs> are they well, high are they high waisted briefs? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> well, obviously, Guri, what a stupid question. Another question like that, and you'll be demoted back to rear admiral. Sorry, I was, I was those just briefs on your rear. I was just checking. I was I was never good with fractions when you said ratio. I was confused. Anyway, but say, Captain, look look at this. It looks like a perfectly rotted piece of fish in a boat-like container. Mm. Don't. Don't touch that, Gory. Feeling so much better. Even think about consuming it. 
If only we had a large body of water nearby, we could yeah. launch this barely seaworthy delectable and enjoy a nice meal 200 Lurfian years from now. Yes, well, there is no sea or ocean nearby, so just just leave it be. Say, what, what is that underneath what looks like a giant, long, skinny balloon? I, I, I don't know, Captain, but it does indeed look promising. It looks a little bit like our ship. Shipward, move that long, skinny balloon for us <laughs> so we can get a better look. I don't care if it's heavy or slimy. I don't, I don't know what that is, but maybe best to go decontaminate yourself while Guri and I take a, take a look at the device you've uncovered. Yeah, Captain, look, it seems to have a giant rotor uh, within what looks like a relatively lightweight frame. Uh, uh, perhaps this was built for flight, Captain. Think the cosmos. It's a miracle. We may be saved. It it does, unfortunately, uh, look to be lacking a power source. We're doomed. Oh. Uh, no, no, we're not, Captain. And, and don't say that so loud. Don't you remember what is even more powerful than flattery for getting us places? Flatulence? No. Flattery gets us everywhere. What, what could be more powerful? Oh, gratitude. Right. Well, I suppose we could wait for that CC fellow to show up and ask for another free ad. That would be gratitude. No, Captain. Something else. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the power of positive thinking. What? Where did you hear that? Have you gone mad? I heard it on some late-night radio signals here on Lurf a night or two ago. Positive thinking? Why, that's ridiculous. Well, fact, it's... I'm positive that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's... Worth a try, isn't it? And have you got any other power sources tucked away in the folds of your six stomachs? You're on a thin branch, Gory. You can join Shipward if you like. <laughs> come, come on, let's climb aboard here. Shipward, you too. And uh, is is Timmy the intern still tagging along as well? What, guys? Guys? Oh, goodness, there he is. He's, he's always here, but completely useless. Completely. That was the tagline he put on his resume. Reliably useless. And yet you still chose him, Captain. <sighs> Silence, Corey. Your, your insubordination reliably increases towards the end of an episode. Have you realized that? Don't Maybe. make me unholster my blaster. Now, I'll just climb into what I will hereby dub the command position here, or the bridge of this vessel, and now we'll see what this thing can do, which I assume will be nothing, since it is sitting <laughs> at the bottom of a mountain of, of trash. Oh, but, come now, Captain. Remember, think positive thoughts. Otherwise, your prediction will come true and will go nowhere. Oh, very well. Positive thoughts. We will soon be airborne. We will fly again. The eagle flies on Friday and on Saturday... We come out to play. This, <laughs> this is silly. I feel, I feel ridiculous. I, I, I thought I saw the rotor stirring, though. Uh, Shipward and Timmy, if you both think positive thoughts as well, just, just maybe. I hardly see how their thoughts will help. I am the captain, after all, and if my thoughts cannot propel this vessel... Be positive, captain! Very well, yes. Let's all join tentacles and sing in the spirit of the great... Unknowable. We will fly at last. We will fly at last. Great co-pilot almighty. We will fly at last. Oh, it's moving. <laughs> you did it, Captain. You believed in us. Oh, wow. Yes. That's a I weird noise. That. We're Ooh, flying. It's okay. Kuri, now. What? How do you control this thing? Uh, willpower. It's what? That is the source of all control, or so I heard. Uh, but don't forget the, the positive thinking. That will keep us aloft. Okay, 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 okay. Well, keep it up. Keep up the positive thinking. And why don't you steer us with your willpower, Guri? Aye, aye, sir. Aye, aye. What does that mean? <laughs> no, I, I said my eye, sir. I've got something in my eye. Oh. Uh, but it's gone now. It's okay. It's all better. Uh, now, now, where to, Captain? Well, away from... Away from the sticking trash heap for a start, that's for sure. And 
and then we'll, we'll need to access Shipwood's memory stores for a map of the region and to pick our destination. But we need to wait for his refreshed word count in another episode for that. I'm not taking any more chances. I've signed on with Guri's agent, and my deal has been restructured. And I am happy to report that I no longer have any word count restrictions, sir. Oh, oh blast it! That's just what we need. Marty, More lines. Marty set him up. I, it's my, he's, he's a great agent. Uh, but, oh, whoa. I need a new agent. <laughs> whoa. Ridiculous. We just lost a lot of altitude, Captain. Please. Oh, stay, stay positive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Positive, positive. Uh, do, do you mean to tell me I have to remain upbeat for this stupid ship to fly? Oh, this will never do. We must seek a replacement ship immediately. Shipwood, begin scanning your files for, for whatever your whatever this contraption we're flying in is and where we can find one that with its its real native power source intact. We will head there directly in the next episode, but for now, we must sign off. As I see a large, comfortable-looking tree in the distance, and I may want to perch there for some rest and relaxation before our next adventure. Until next time... This Captain Yurishi Backwater coming to you from Lurf. Yes, Lurf. Send help if you're hearing this. We could use an actual spaceship and some non-dessert foodstuffs. See you next time. On greetings, Lurflings. Ah, howdy, Hank. Uh, wake up. I got some bad news again. Oh, what? what? What's that now? Uh, now, why am I half in a bucket seat and half on the ground? <laughs> well, I never would have thunk it, but when, when they say they want half of everything, they literally mean they will take half of everything you own. It's certainly oh. Hank. She and her high-powered divorce attorney just took me for half of the Winnebago and half of all my saws, too. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure you're sorry, CC. Not half as sorry as I am. And here I thought she might take the rear half of the Winnebago with the toilet and the rumpus room. But no, she wanted to split it the long way, right down the middle. Ooh. So I got half a cockpit. Half an engine, two wheels, half a kitchen, half a sofa, two full bunks, but but no toilet, as the washroom was on that side of the the side that she took. And, and oh. now she even took half of my favorite coffee mug. Look, I pour coffee and it just pours out the side. Oh, ouch! Oh, that 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 sure hot, CC. What watch watch where you pour in there? Oh, that ow! <laughs> oh, what's the point? I don't care anymore, Hank. I mean, what am I going to do now? I got half my saw inventory, half of my sales staff. Well, uh, that's uh, still a lot of saws, right? Uh, I mean, you know, you used to have more saws than anyone had ever seen, so... So now I have... Many saws? Yeah, but now I have half as many saws as you've ever seen. And that just doesn't have the same ring to it, Hank. I know advertising. And, and that slogan won't bring the cows, uh, won't bring those cows home. That's for sure. Is well, that, that that's a, uh, I, I really don't know. I don't, I don't really have any cows. It's not my business, but, uh, well, but that's assuming the customers have been to your stores before CC. And if they haven't, well, then how many saws do you think most people have seen in their lives? Oh, I'd say about two, maybe 3,000, I'd say. No, CC, you're, you're way off. Uh, you're in the saw business, so you wouldn't know this, but most people have, have only seen about uh, two or three saws in their lifetimes. What? Well, that's a very low number of saws. Yes, yeah, CC. Well, most people have some sort of basic woodcutting saw and maybe an all-purpose hacksaw. 
That's just about oh, it. Oh, let me stop you right there, Hank. There's no such thing as an all-purpose hacksaw. Every hacksaw blade has a very specific purpose. And you would want to try to cut metal, say, with a wood hacksaw blade. The teeth per inch or TPI would just be way off. And don't get me started on the blades you need to cut plastic and plexiglass and bone. B bone? CC? Uh, sh um, sure. Uh, we serve all sorts of clientele, Hank. Uh, no questions asked. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> but, a little scary. But, but why suspect the worst, Hank? There's plenty of above-board, upstanding uses for good bone saws. Why, why there are vivisection needs in uh, medical schools and medical labs and... Uh, there's times firefighters or emergency responders might need to cut someone free from some sort of accident. Uh, say uh, a piano fell on your I leg or something. I think I'm going to be sick. Okay. Well, Please stop, CC. And then I, I've sold some bone saws to mortuary technicians. You see, <laughs> sometimes when very tall people don't fit in your standard coffin, uh, what they do. That, that, that's, that's enough, CC. I, I, I get the picture and I, I stand corrected. Uh, let, let's just stop talking about the legitimate uses of bone saws, okay? There's also the very understandable need for a bone saw when a recent divorcee decides to take back half of the ring that he gave in good faith to his betrothed. Oh, calm down now, CC, that you're acting a little crazy. It cost me six days' pay, that ring. Isn't it supposed to be six, six weeks' pay? Something... Something more than six days, I think. Well, well, I was making very good money at the time, Hank. Uh, this was back in my clubbing days. Oh, uh, you ran nightclubs. That that does sound quite lucrative. No, no, no. I used to sell clubs to seal hunters. I sold the best clubs, Hank. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry to have learned that about you. But, but Cece, what are you going to do here with half a Winnebago and half a mind to commit a violent crime. I'm a, I'm a bit bit worried about you now. Oh, oh don't you worry about me, Hank. I'm, I'm like a cat. I have nine lives. I always land on my feet, and I'm hopelessly distracted by laser pointers. Uh, that's why I had to ban them in all my stores. Uh, uh, the last time a customer brought a laser pointer into the house of saws, I nearly sawed someone clean in half after I pushed him onto a table saw while chasing that infernal red laser dot. I almost caught it that time. I had it in my paw for full two seconds. My hand, I mean. Well, uh, I'm going to go go open up, up the wholesale hole shop for the day, and you're welcome to stop by, CC, if, if you need a whole place to crash. No, no, my half a place will serve me just fine. Thanks for the offer, though. Uh, here at CC's half a house of saws, we're slashing prices in half. On half of the largest stock of saws you ever seen. And there's a special saw sale every half hour. And uh, half of everything I'm saying is right now is true. So uh, you have to guess which half. Uh, but So come on down uh, to CC's Half a House of Saws. You'll have half a good time and be half sorry to go at closing time. Which is half past six on uh, weekdays and half past two on the weekends when CC has... Uh, his better half to seek out for revenge or reconciliation, whichever comes first. Was was this an ad? I didn't realize <laughs> we're actually doing a commercial. I know. I always start to. I always forget first. we're here to record a commercial. I, I start telling you about my problems, and then yes, I very sure every time you start talking about your problems, I'm very happy to to help there, be a friend for you. But it does always seem to kind of degrade <laughs> into an advertisement for CC saws and. I do sure to appreciate you mentioning, you know, my my business, Hank's Wholesale Whole Shop for the day. But you know, I, I it, did you it want to say nice. more about your shop, Hank? Sorry, I should have given you more time. No, no, no. It's just that <laughs> most people's conversations don't uh, turn into an ad at the end. You know, I, when I was a little boy, I never, uh, you know, talked to my my mom, my dad, and asked for something very serious. And at the end of the deeply emotional conversation they didn't turn to me and said now come on down to uh mom and dad's automobile secondhand store no they just sent me to my room and told me to just study up and go to school and stuff like that sounds like you had a very strange childhood hank but uh no i don't see it that way i see this as more of a ad that turned into a conversation
You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to personalize and connect with the people. Well, I'm, mine will be a little too personal. I think most people <laughs> just want to hear a little song for five seconds and uh, just know your address, where they can find your store. Well, that's a yeah, bit of really a need to know about the insides of your personal life and about surely taking uh, half of your old stuff. Well, I'm trying to explain why there is no location of my store at the moment because everything's been cut in half. Have you thought of maybe doing a half price sale? Because that might be a that might be a good way to run with it if you're going to try to marry I, those things together. No, well, I no did say that intended. at the end. If you were listening, I said I'm slashing prices in half. Oh, you did say that. I'm sorry. And there's a sale every half hour. Oh, it's a double half. <laughs> and well. I said half of everything I'm saying is true, but so that keeps them guessing. Well, yeah, you should have made a joke about half and uh, yo, Hank's wholesale holes. Where if you want to be uh. Behold again, you can. Oh, never mind. Never mind. With two halves do make a hole. If you buy two half saws, we'll be happy to put them together for you. And if you buy two hacksaws, well, then you're, uh, you've got a really bad cough. <laughs> That's, you should see a doctor about that. Uh, well, anyway, I guess that, that we've gone over time now, over budget. Although the, these folks, the uh, Yuri and Gary, have been so nice, they've been giving me free ads. Uh, yeah, have you actually met these folks yet? They, uh, no, that's strange. strange. Yeah, it is strange. I hear their voices sometimes. I, I get their emails. But uh, no, I, I don't know where they are hiding at. They sent me an email, and I thought it was quite strange because uh, there weren't any words on it. It just looked like kind of like a piece of embroidered fabric. It's quite, quite strange. Oh, yeah, they do send those sometimes. That's how they like to send their invoices. Although, of course, their invoices have said uh, that I owe them nothing. They've been very kind to me so far. They say all oh. they want is gratitude for some reason. Very strange. Very strange. I got I got to tell you this prize. It's probably some some little catch to that deal you got there. <laughs> Those are seen as a free lunch, as my mom used to say. But there is a free breakfast over there at the oh. old uh, casino. Yes, they do have the... Uh, Continental breakfast, but right. continental breakfast really free? I don't think so. Yeah, they probably just up the price of your room to pay for the crappy, oh, stale muffin. Is that what they do? And the dry oh. toast and the little packets Ooh. of jelly. Ooh, I do love that jelly, CC. Oh, the grape one is delicious. <sighs> if they've got the grape, when I I'm go in. to the uh, IHOP House of Pancakes, I, one of the things I love to do is it just. You know, while you're really hungry, waiting for your pancakes, you just wait. Back open up, up those. Did, there's a house of pancakes, a house made of pancakes. How come I've never mm -hmm. seen this? No, it's just a store. They sell pancakes. I would eat the first floor, and then after a short nap, eat the second floor. Well, that is a good idea. <laughs> Although a house made of pancakes. Actually, if I, is... actually, don't Hank. Just a word of advice: don't eat the first floor first. It'll the second floor will come crashing down on top of you. So always oh. start at the top of a house of pancakes. Okay. Start yes. with the roof. And oh, yes. hope, really hope it doesn't rain because then, of course, you get soggy pancakes if you don't eat the whole house in one sitting. Now, what about Waffle House? Is that the same thing? If the Waffle House, you, it's a house made of waffles. That's quite. Those are delicious, too. Do you have to start with the roof? Or do you just, can you just, is the, are the waffles strong well, enough you have to, to just. Hold up the whole place. You have to do an assessment and figure out which are the load-bearing waffles and which are not the load-bearing waffles. And you right. can take the non-load-bearing waffles. You can eat those all day. Just go to town. Now, if they put maple syrup on the Waffle House, is that is that going to you know, compromise the integrity of the structure of the Waffle House? It only strengthens it. Syrup. Oh. Syrup only strengthens. True? Well, it's not the true for the, for the waffles that I... That I've ever eaten. Never, every time I <laughs> Do they get soggy? Good three, four pounds of maple syrup on the top. If it, if it's ever real maple syrup, half the time they just give you that, you know, that corn that, syrup, that fake corn syrup. Yeah, no, that molasses. stuff. That's no good. The real that's a bunch of malarkey ass right there. Bunch of molasses. I just wanted to say, bunch of molasses. Yeah. What I tell them is like, you give me that molasses, my asses is what I say to him. <laughs> Have you ever been had molasses in Manassas, Virginia? It's delicious. Place well, no, for molasses. Uh, <laughs> they make all the it comes out of the ground there in Manassas. That's why it's called Molasses Manassas. 
Well, well, a really sad story, but I was at the doctor's office and I heard I got a metastasis <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> what? No, when I was in Manassas. <laughs> That's horrible. That's, I, I don't know how to file that up now. <laughs> we should just. Uh, I'm should way just... over time. I should end the ad, I would say. But come on oh, down to the house. I'd say if it's free, just go <laughs> on that. You know, if these these guys, you're angry, they must be Russian or something. I tell you, they're probably the Russian mob. They should be really careful. Right. Nothing's free, as you were telling me. Well. Nope. But I don't have many choices free. here because I've got half of my fortune which wasn't much to begin with, if I uh, have to be candid. Well, half of a fortune is really just a, a four or a two. <laughs> That's what I always say. That's true. It's uh, Or a fort, depending on how you look at it. Fort and un. It could be a four or a two or a fort. <laughs> or an un. <laughs> All right. Any of those things. <laughs> it's hard to divide the word fortune in half because it's a seven-letter word. That's right. It's hard to cut odd numbers in, into into half. It's uh, it's like half a T. Fort and tune. Maybe just don't pronounce the <laughs> T. It's a silent T at the end. Four. It's more like French, like four. Like, right. like strength. And un. Je suis four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, please, someone hit stop. Where's that recording engineer? You can never get it when you need him. Jonathan, press stop. I think his name is, uh, I think I, well, I made him when we came in here, is uh, <laughs> Fiend, is uh, what I think is it, which I thought was really strange. Oh, not name, Fiend again. Thing. No. Oh, I've, you met Fiend. We've He's seen him before. Nice. Usually Yuri and Guri have to fight with him, but uh, I don't know where those oh. two are because now they've left us to deal with Fiend. Dude. Oh, no. Dude, very bad. Oh, did your wife leave you? If not, just thank you. Leave message at beep. <laughs> oh, oh, he got us. He got us. It was just oh, his answering machine. He was just his answering machine. That's oh, strange. I that's could, that's funny. I know. I think about it. That was not this time that I saw Thine. It was the last time. I don't think I saw Thine here. Thine, uh. Thien's a good fellow. We went to we play racquetball together on weekends. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. He always tries to cut the game short. But I always say, no, no. 21 points, Thien. He always gets one point, and he says, Thien! As if, like, that's... Oh, that sounds a little bit like cheating, if you ask me. Right. I said, no, we played a 21. And uh, usually he sticks it out. Well, that's good. That's good. It's good that he just plays it right. Feed me away. Thank you for calling. Feed traveling in outer space to get ship. Oh, that's right. Feed be back. Feed. Leave message at beep. Wait, why, why am I saying that's right? I wouldn't know what happened. In the last episode, unless I was a fan of this podcast and also listening as well as recording. Well, it would make sense for us to listen to the, these really long well, of course, ads. I like to, to listen crazy. to see how it came out and make sure they air it because, you know, it's one thing to give you someone a free ad. It's it's quite something else to give someone a free ad on something that never airs. And I, I That's like right. That would just be a waste of time. There, that, I would that would be like a podcast. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would see the error in my ways. If uh, if it never aired, oh, sad joke. Airwaves. <laughs> no, no, not really. Airwaves, error in my waves. The air, airwaves, the air in my airwaves. There, there's air in your ears. I don't know what's happening. Um, well, even though Thien's not here, I think we should just. Uh, did that happen last episode? Though I'm trying to remember. Did Thien go to get a ship? Well, I don't know. I I don't really listen to. Uh, oh, geez, Hank, anything, you should get out, uh, get out some more and listen to podcasts. You no, know, I'd like staying in my hole. <laughs> well, that's what I do. Your podcasts get people my outdoors. Whole, you have to get outdoors. Holes, no, no. I just try to quarantine in my hole. Young people are doing all this quarantine now, and I. Well, that's not that's not anything new to me. I See? I've been quarantining my whole life in my hole. You know what our ads miss is a good jingle. Oh. Maybe you need a right. jingle for wholesale holes. Wait, wait, wait. I got a jingle for you right here. Listen. 
down in a hole. How do you like that jingle? Oh, that's a real jingle. It's an authentic jingle. Well, this here's a, a happy apple. It's pretty good. <laughs> happy apple. <laughs> really? Well, that's professional sounding. Well, well let's hear the jingle. Uh, you know. Um. Uh, let, let me see here. I'm a little tired of the guitar. Let's let's try something else over here. We got the. That could be a good jingle for something. If you like wholesale holes, can come here down to Hank's Wholesales, grab a beer. How's that? Is that is that pretty good? Uh, <laughs> do you have beer at the wholesale house of holes? What well, we don't, but uh, oh, well then. you know, if uh, if you come on by, I'll buy you a beer. I suppose. Mention this ad. I was mention this jingle. I was thinking of down in a hole. Isn't that like an Alice in Chains song? But of course, I forget. Down in a hole. Ooh, I don't know where that. Goes. <laughs> I forget. I forget. My soul. Forget how it goes, sort of. Well, yeah, something like that. Uh, maybe for next time we'll learn that one, and we'll play All it. Right. On, we'll play it on the ad. Are you an Alice in Chains fan, Hank? I could see from a mile away. Well, uh, actually. Uh, Yes, I am. I knew it. I'm a big Chains fan. It's uh, we actually had, we had Alice come over to promote one of the, uh, <laughs> one of the earlier stores, and I was really freaked out by just all the chains she was wearing. <laughs> you know, uh, when they said Alice in Chains, I expected a you know a band of a bunch of twenty somethings. I didn't expect a little girl wearing chains all over. Right, that sounds but, uh, sounds illegal. No, I think it's a free country. You're allowed to wear chains if you want to. Well, was she by choice wearing these chains, or were they... Well, I assume so. She's a celebrity. Uh, celebrity chains. Okay, uh... <laughs> change what? Maybe we should change the subject, speaking of change. <laughs> oh. We don't want to get any chain letters. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wow. Um, back on the Chain Gang, that's a good song. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> back on the Chain Gang. Ooh. <laughs> back on the Chain Back on the Chain what band sings that? Is this Alice in Chains again? I think this is Fleetwood Mac, maybe? I don't know. Back on the chain. No, I don't know. Who, who is it? Back on the chain. So, or Traveling Wilburys, maybe? No, it's not Traveling What? You know what song I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, CC used to play the guitar quite well, but not so much these days. I believe that song's by the Pretenders. Oh, the Pretenders! It's, it's hard to play guitar without your thumbs, you know. And uh, of course, I lost those long ago in different saw accidents. Or maybe you're a monkey. Well, I guess. Uh, now I am. No, wait, they have opposable... Th what are you talking about? Do they? Do the monkeys have opposable thumb? Back on the chain. That is the pretenders? Yeah, well, I believe so. It could be Morrissey. Oh, that's it. that could be right. Look it up on my computer, but I only have half my computer, of course. Oh, that's that's quite a shame. So now, do you know why it is that uh, it took Google, so long? And Google. What? Oh, Goo. Yeah, well, or better than having just Goo. That's no good. <laughs> right. I got the Goo part at least. Now, do you know why it is that uh, it took so long, so many millions of years in evolution for monkeys to, to to develop opposable thumbs? You know why that is? Were they opposed to thumbs? Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here I thought they were thumb intolerant. Yeah. 
I will not stand for this sum. <laughs> I refuse. We're gonna take another vote. They were also who here is in favor of opposable thumbs? <laughs> Go down with thumbs. Down with thumbs. Thumbs down on that one. That's where the expression thumbs down comes from. I tell you. They were also opposed to lactose. Remember, they were very oh. intolerant. I will not stand for this lactose. <laughs> I hit it. <laughs> that's why I can't have ice cream either. stop key okay i'm going to call it here we go i just want to thank you all for listening even though i know you don't have to you probably don't want to some people have to and i don't blame oh yes like chipwood for example part of his contract money didn't get him all the best deals all right thank you all thank you good night